Hello and welcome to In Conversation, a Dub Lab podcast where each week we will bring you interviews from the Dub Lab Radio Archives. Hey, it's dublab.com. I'm Frosty Celsius Drop. So glad to be here with you. Yes, connected. Yeah. It's going to be a great show. It's Celsius Drop here with you each and every Thursday on Dublab. Today we have a very special guest coming in. We have Azar Lawrence, uh, the amazing world-renowned saxophonist in the Coltrane tradition and then zooming into his own beautiful planes. His album, his classic album, Bridge into the New Age, was recently re-released. It originally came out in 1975 on Prestige and it just got re-released, so we'll talk about that as well as some of his newer work, which is equally beautiful. Forces of nature, indeed. Azar Lawrence, bridge into the new age. And uh, we are bringing you into the now age right here on mm. DubLab. Thrilled to be joined by Azar here. Thank you. That was a, that's a powerful number. It was written by Ernest Strader. Mm. Who, who was part of the, the band. And um, Or was, was Ernest part of it? Ray was part of the... the well, Ernest uh, of Horace Tapscott's orchestra. Yeah, yeah, both at one time. Uh, Ernest is a, a gifted writer, mm-hmm. uh, composer, and orchestrator. But initially, uh, as he was developing, he was an alto player and a flute ah, player. Okay. And uh, er, uh, and Ray or Shams is a, a gifted uh, writer, a composer, but also a saxophonist, tenor saxophonist yeah. as well. And Ray was featured on on Bridge into the New Age. Uh, as a, uh, he composed uh, uh, the lyrics on the that lyrics. song, got mm-hmm. it. Wonderful, and and, and uh, beautiful and omnipresent love. We did the lyrics on that too. We, we'll we'll definitely hear hear uh, at least a touch of that because it's it's so great. Thanks. It's beautiful. Where was the album recorded? Tenth uh, and Parker uh, in Berkeley uh, at the Fantasy Records uh, recording studio mm-hmm. and building. Tell us a bit about the the kind of atmosphere and, and the sessions for this record. Well, you know, there was a very uh, warm, open uh, session. All my friends that I brought into the session, you know, and, you know, L.A., uh, Los Angeles uh, had given birth to a, uh, an era of health foods and, uh, you know, the spirit of... Uh, Illumination, illuminating one's own uh, consciousness, mm-hmm. raising of one's consciousness, uh, spirituality. A lot of that took root out of here. Also New York, uh, but a lot of uh, uh, ideas. For instance, uh, I was in San Diego and we ran and stumbled upon a health food store. And lo and behold, they had these ladies in there and they called them the smoothie queens. And that's the first time we experienced smoothies, you know, the smoothie wow. queens. Yeah. Amazing. And so that's, what, you know, and then uh, I even was uh, part of the Erewhon uh, health food mm-hmm. uh, 
uh, warehousing at that time, you know, and uh, and Ray was uh, working at a, a prominent health food store. So, so this was in the air. It was in your in your tummies as you ate this delicious yeah. food. It was it was kind of all over this kind of energy. So bridge into the new age. It, it, did it feel at the moment like there there was kind of a, a new age really upon? Yes, yeah. there is a new age upon us. There is, yeah, and there, and yeah. the interesting thing is your continued works. Some sometimes there was something in the sixties and seventies. There was an energy, and there was kind of an emergence of health food consciousness, kind mm-hmm. of an opening of thought, right? And of course, time goes in waves, you mm-hmm. know, and and there's there's moments that that seem darker, there's moments that seem lighter, which is natural. It's the way the universe works. But but I I think that there there are moments that feel so optimistic, and then that optimism is lost. Mm-hmm. But I feel in in your work and in your music, it's this continued kind of you know, understanding that, that it is happening and, and that this is a push towards doing something positive and that with each note you play, it must seem like that's, you know, that positive force and action within the universe. How, how do you, how do you find yourself staying positive and open and, and what do you feel as a musician, your, your mission or responsibility is, uh, to, you know, what do you want to bring to the world? Well, uh, it's a continuation of my life's work. And uh, one of the uh, goals of us as uh, human beings or souls is to, once we're, uh, you know, incarnated, is to um, go in search of what we are actually uh, here to do. What is our duty? What is our dharma? What's our job on this time? You know, what are we working on? What is our uh, purpose for being here? Mm. And uh, some find it and some don't. Some uh, people uh, are uh, mathematicians when they should have been uh, violinists or, or, I mean, you know, or vice versa, yeah. you know. And um, so I was fortunate enough to uh, discover that through the help of my parents, uh, who uh, uh, ex- my mother was ex- uh, extending her own uh, duty by, you know, saying that she needed one of her sons. My older brother is an artist, mm-hmm. uh, Vincent, uh, one of her sons to be a musician. And both of us played violin when we were young. And she was like, oh, yeah, you got to practice, Azar. You know, you got to practice. I mean, so we... Uh, that was helpful, but uh, you know, all along the way, and including now, uh, people like yourself, uh, uh, you know, uh, have been attracted, and I've attracted myself, and uh, vice versa, to people that of like mind, mm-hmm. of like of uh, that, you know, God consciousness, uh, the upliftment. Uh, uh, for instance, uh, you know, I'm working with uh, uh, Tracy Hanna, who is a, a, a great management. Uh, and but not only that, uh, her her uh, ability to uh, uh, unfold, and um, you know, she's unfolding in in terms of her uh, grasp of you know, or uh, just the unfoldment of her position in the unfoldment of this music. I mean, yeah. you know, she's has uh, stepped in 
and, and it's all part of the, the journey. It's like a puzzle, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, once she has stepped in, uh, you know, uh, over and just full force, it's been a build for the last few years. But now, uh, a year ago, we've been just working uh, tirelessly, you know, uh, to bring uh, the music to the forefront. Mm. It's like, a, 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 you know, the job is to use this music and uh, the titles, uh, and, and you know the actual music itself, like you say, each note, uh, you know the preparation, you know of the of the everyday working of it, you know uh, practicing whatever it takes to get this message out and ever so gently uh, massage people's consciousnesses yeah. with it because you, it's like you know you, I mean we're unfolding ourselves in terms mm-hmm. of our own consciousness. So as as we discover. Uh, new meanings of who we are ourselves, uh, you know, and what our actual mission is, and we start getting deeper into the work, then uh, we uh, can share that with others, and that's what we're doing. And Tracy and I are are, are working uh, to uh, really exp- uh, expand the reach and uh, reach more souls, more people, mm-hmm. and uh, and as. We go, uh, the bridge into the new age is actually from an inner uh, uh, metaphysical approach. The Anakarana, which is the bridge between two worlds, are, is uh, located uh, the spine, where the spine connects to the uh, cranium. Hmm. And uh, all the nerves, uh, you know, start to, uh, of course, the nerve endings are in our feet, but then the nerves as they connect. Uh, into the three crosses that uh, are at the base of the spine. And, uh, you know, as we start to uh, bring the lower uh, consciousness and, uh, and connect that with our higher, uh, mm. bring that up to the higher and make it all kind of a one thing, that's also one of the meanings of a bridge into the new age. Mm. You know, so, uh, you know. It's, it's interesting that many people overlook the power of music and the power of music as a physical as a spiritual metaphysical many things and in a way it's actually maybe it's good because the maybe people who would who would keep music down you Mm. know don't understand that it is so powerful in a personal way in a social way and so the the people, it's great that your mother encouraged you to lead this life in music and to pursue it because, you know, putting people out into the world who are doing something that has such a powerful impact yes. is so important. Yes, I and I think that in in a way it's it's almost like this undercover kind of thing. When somebody might come to a show Okay, you hear a you know a music show. I'm going to go to a jazz concert tonight. Mm-hmm. Not expecting something, but when you're in that space and you're you're playing this music that has a tonal quality that has a, not only the individual notes but the composition, the energy of the various people who are on stage, mm-hmm. but the people in the audience. Right. When all that connects in the right way, it can have such a powerful impact on an individual who then walks out the door. And in turn influences their community, their family, their friends. And so I just, I love, you know, and that's why we're here radio. And that's why we're, we're sharing this. 
but it's it's kind of a beautifully undercover but so ultimately powerful thing you were mentioning Alice Coltrane earlier and you know sound <laughs> itself in the universal sense you know the the ohm sound being that kind of the sound of creation and universal mm-hmm. kind of unfolding so it's just it kind of makes me giddy that you know, there, there's great people like you in this world making it happen and putting in the work to then, you know, spread this. And somebody might connect with it just on, you know, a purely pleasurable, you know, it's, it's, it's making me feel good for the moment, but then other folks take it even further. We're going we're gonna to continue seeking. We're going to continue sharing sounds. Azar Lawrence here in the studio you were mentioning song titles, and I just have to ask you, I'm, I've got Lost Tribes of Lemuria lined up. Right. That's a song title. Tell, yeah. us about, tell us about that. It's okay. very evocative just reading it, but I'd love to know more about it. Okay, and uh, let me add something to says before we step in there. Sure. And I'd just like to give uh, uh, notice to the fact that you yourself are a great soul, too, because look how well, and you know, Greatly, you just uh, summed it all up in those words you just said. <laughs> Trying, so, yeah, no, well, you are. You know, that's uh, that was well said and uh, and expressive of just the goal and uh, just the whole thing. I mean, that was that was it in a, in a nutshell. And you obviously get it. Well, there's people all over the world and throughout time that that feel connected to that, and it might be, you know, disconnected musical cultures or forms Mm -hmm. disconnected it seems on the surface but so connected because it's really all coming out of the human experience Mm -hmm. and about connectivity and so it's when you do start to step back Mm -hmm. and realize you know take it in on that meta level Mm -hmm. you understand these are all blurry boundaries and everybody's connected in so many ways and music can be that key to unlock on your website, I was really uh, under your, your biography section, and we've talked about it a little bit here, but you've got this. I'll, I'll just, you know, you're sitting right in front of me, so it's strange to quote you, but I'm just going to jump in and do it. <laughs> it is said that music is of a pure nature all around us and within us as well. This music is from the tones produced by every vibration throughout the universe. Every atom everywhere produces a tone, whether we can hear it or not. This is commonly referred to as the music of the spheres. When we as musicians dedicate our lives to a certain daily practice in order to try to produce the purest vibration tones, we can often send those tones onto and into others like laser beams. Whether one-on-one or in groups, music can and does cause an uplifting or healing effect. Our vibrations are lifted and we feel better and we are better. Speaking of summing it up, well, that, that does sum up, you know, the it's a very clear mission statement in a way exactly. and an experience statement. So That is. Yeah. Lost Tribes of Lemuria and the Seeker album. Mm. The Seeker, uh, you know, we were not able to include the... Uh, the verbal uh, comments that uh, I opened, it was a live uh, session at the uh, Jazz Standard in New York. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Seth Apertson and I uh, spoke of who was, you know, uh, gifted in terms of bringing certain music in there. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I was telling him about the concept for my next album. And so he said, oh, we should do a live one there at the club here. 
So um, the, the seeker, uh, as I was saying on the, at the beginning uh, comments uh, to the audience, is, is the seeker is each and every one of us. And, and like I was saying earlier, uh, when we uh, are born, then we must search or seek out what it is we are actually here to do. Mm. What is our job? What is our dharma? What is our duty uh, uh, this lifetime? I mean, of course, it's overall lifetimes, but this lifetime, once we did make that discovery, mm-hmm. then we must live what we discovered. And we must live that then. Yeah. You know, first, we live in a manner in which we can do the discovering. Then after we make the discovery, then we... Uh, uh, well, that's a nice tone. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's like a meditation app or something. Exactly. So, uh, as a part of the work of the uh, the seeker, uh, is a body of work uh, and that uh, kind of uh, points out uh, or keeps uh, mm. a track of a, a, a seeker. Yeah. Which is the life of each and every one of us. But this particular seeker, uh, you know, finds himself. Uh, Going through the rainforest, uh, you know, uh, which is like the, the the rain ballad, you know, uh, and then he finds, uh, or she finds herself, finds themselves uh, in the, uh, the rainforest and, and discovers and runs upon the lost tribes of Lemuria. And as we, uh, or many of us know that uh, the continent of Lemuria, also known as the continent of Mu, mm-hmm. is the uh, Pacific Ocean uh, equivalent of Atlantis. And it had all the uh, same spiritual, uh, you know, advancements as well as technological and uh, advancements as well. And uh, it's interesting, interesting that, uh, you know, all the giant redwoods, and all of all that foliage, you know, and uh, vegetation that's only found uh, uh, on the west coast of, uh, of you know, California there mm-hmm. is supposed to be the remnants of the Lemurian period. Wow. You know, according to some. And those, uh, those uh, trees, um, you know, those, those almost be- beings are, are yes. so powerful. Yes. <laughs> when you're, it's interesting when you're in spaces you know nature like that mm-hmm. and you just feel it, it changes everything about you so the idea of it sounds like lemuria being this this kind of edenic you know mm-hmm. turned on space is a good one and speaking of turned on we're gonna we're gonna turn you on right now because uh, we're gonna hear um some of the lost lost tribes of lemuria it's from the uh, album the seeker from azar lawrence and as he mentioned a live album and it was released in 2014 but we're bringing it to you right here right now Hey, they're not lost anymore. We found them. Lost <laughs> Tribes of Lemuria Uncovered by Azar Lawrence and uh, made tangible for you, illustrated through sound. And that's part of the live album, The Seeker. And you can uh, put that live experience into to your life. It's available now for you. New work. What's, what's on the horizon? 
Well, um, that's interesting. Everything's so interesting today. <laughs> but, uh, that's my key word is interesting, and that is a very good word to say. Well, my, my, I have a, a, a daughter who's 14 months old. Her, her, really, her one tried and true word is wow. Yeah, exactly. And I, every day I feel like, you know what? I'm reminded. Wow. You're right. Wow. Yeah, that's a very good expression of it, isn't it? Well, um, well, carry, uh, carrying on the work, mm-hmm. um, I have uh, uh, happy to say that the release of my new uh, work uh, on High Note Records called uh, Elementals. Yes, yeah. It's going to be out uh, within about ten days. What is the uh, what's the personnel who's who's playing on the record? Uh, Benito Gonzalez, who uh, is on uh, the last few albums mm-hmm. with me, uh, pianist uh, Jeff Littleton. Uh, yeah. On bass, the great bassist, yes. uh, Marvin Smitty Smith on drums. Uh, then uh, we have uh, Manyango Jackson on percussion. Yeah, his uh, his son's one of the DJs here. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's Master Wolf. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. Greg Poiré, guitarist on on a few tracks. Yeah. Uh, Oren Waters, uh, his vocals on the African Chant. Mm. Uh, you know, nice. Mayuto Korea also plays percussion on wow. the of track too. And when are, when is this going to be emerging? Uh, in about ten days. Ten days. All right. Well, we're we're right on time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm going to perform. I'm, uh, I have uh, the name of my group now is the Azar Lawrence Experience. Yes. And the Azar Lawrence Experience is performing uh, actually next uh, weekend, uh, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, February second, third, and fourth at Lincoln Center. And, uh, not not a not a bad gig. Not shabby, not too shabby. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. And so we're going to uh, perform uh, music uh, from the Bridges to the New Age yeah. and from Elementals. We just had uh, Jesse Peterson walk in the door a couple minutes ago, who's one of the founders of uh, the Zebulon. Los Angeles branch, nice. and uh, you performed uh, Bridge into the New Age there um, with the Azar Lawrence experience. That's correct. How was that show? Actually, it turned out so fabulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was, you know, I was out of town. I, was, oh, I would have loved to have been here for it, but I was happy that it was happening and people were experiencing it. Oh, yeah. We had uh, over the... Uh, the fire limit of the building yeah. <laughs> of happy souls. People, they were so excited, and you know everything came together so well yeah. uh, musically, and just uh, working with the club was just wonderful yeah. and uh, right intention. And whether it's you know whether it's a, a smaller venue or or Lincoln Center, you know I'm sure the energy brought to the stage is uh, is equal. Is there something that you personally do? that you like to to do to kind of center yourself or get yourself in the spirit to walk out on the stage? Uh, I'm a meditator. I meditate mm-hmm. daily, yeah. I meditate. I meditated before I came here. You know, in music itself, I, I was speaking with somebody recently, and, and he's the, one of the founders of Amoeba Music, uh-huh. a, a large music store here in Los Angeles as well as up in the Bay Area. And he said, you know, again, maybe bringing it back to some of the kind of undercover or, you know, these these ways that music kind of fluidly moves into people's lives and impacts him. He says, you know, people don't realize they're meditating, even if they don't think they're meditators, they're mm-hmm. meditating every day, every time they're listening to music and, and focusing on it. And there's different levels of focus, mm-hmm. obviously, in different practices of meditation. Right. But sometimes 
you know, it's, it's like the spoonful of sugar, right? <laughs> um, it helps the medicine go down and the music itself and the focus on the mm. music. So when you're performing your music and connecting with people in the audience, you know, they're, they're in this meditative mind state, you That's know, correct. and you're bringing them into that. If you want to, uh, to experience that in person or on record or in any other form, azarlawrence.com is a, a nice place to kind of, uh, connect, um, and, uh, hopefully in person too. So much to come, the elementals and, and more, um, but we're, we're going to be closing out this radio session with just a bit of, uh, the recently reissued, uh, the bridge into the new age. And we'll hear uh, a piece called the beautiful and omnipresent love. I think that really, uh, speaks for itself. <laughs> Thank you. I think it does too. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really appreciate it. And thanks for all the music that you've uh, brought into the world and all the music to come. So excited about. Thank you for having me too. I really appreciate it. All right, folks, uh, as promised, here is the beautiful and omnipresent love from Azar Lawrence's recently reissued 1974 masterpiece, Bridge into the New Age. I am black as the night from which the light of a new day descends. I am the past, present, and the future. I am the anointed of God. I am what I am. I am the blended colors of life that light the bridge into the new age. I am the seed In Conversation was produced by Dub Lab, a nonprofit radio station broadcasting live from Los Angeles since 1999. Sound editing and theme song by Matea Bain. For more programming, visit dublab.com. And thank you for listening.